When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into First Take. Major news in the NBA in SA. Emotional. About a personal situation. You good? What else is new? Hey, Perk. Hey, Wendy. Good morning. What's up, morning. Molly? What's up, Wendy? <laughs> How are you guys? Good to see you. you SA, you want to say anything else or you want to start Man. the show? Let's start the show. Okay, okay. By the way, uh, Kimberly Martin, Dan Orlovsky will be here in a moment to get into some NFL, but like I mentioned. Wendy does have a nice haircut, though. Wendy's got a nice, sharp haircut. You know what I'm saying? I got got to do that. Oh, also, Stephen A., did you know? going to look great in Milwaukee in June. Oh, my goodness. Stephen A., did you know Mark Cuban's going to be here? Yeah. I'm very excited about him coming. I'll be excited when he arrives right now. I'm just trying to get over what I've been struggling with over the last few hours. Well, I'm excited because I have some business ideas to pitch to him, so that'll be great. All right, uh, we tip things off with the major basketball news. The Bucks acquired Damian Lillard in a three-team blockbuster deal, according to our Adrian Wojnarowski. This came after Lillard formally requested to be traded in early July, and now he unites himself with fellow superstar Giannis Antetokounmpo. Dame posted on social media that casuals won't be addressed, but the Trailblazers fans and city of Portland that I love truly will be. They will be addressed truthfully. Stay tuned. Excited for my next chapter. Here are the details. According to Woj, in return for Dame, the Trailblazers get Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara. In Milwaukee's 2029 unprotected first-round draft pick, they also get the right to swap picks with the Bucks in 2028 and 2030. The Suns add Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Asir Little, Keon Johnson as part of the three-team deal. SA, your reaction to the trade? Other than the depression of, 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 of imagining myself in Milwaukee with room service that closes at 7 p.m. I mean, outside of that, I have to confess. I have to. Well, it doesn't matter, damn it. I mean, Perk, you should be sensitive to that, Big Perk. You, I mentioned food. You should be highly sensitive to that. But I got to tell you something right now. Uh, I, I got to tell you something right now. Uh, there's no doubt that it, it's, it appears to be a perfect fit uh, for Damian Lillard and, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. It appears to be exactly what he needed, uh, Drew Holiday, uh, after the next year. I mean, he's approaching the last year of his deal, essentially. Uh, Chris Middleton still question marks about his health when you consider the size that they have, the defensive prowess that they have. What you were lacking was a closer and a sniper, the likes of Damian Lillard, and you certainly have that right now. You're talking about two of the top six scorers in the game that's on the same squad right now. So I definitely think that you can't argue with the fact that this is an ideal fit that it catapults the Milwaukee Bucks, as far as I'm concerned, to easily be in the top two team in the Eastern Conference and a top three team in all of the NBA. I think that's what you could say. I'm not willing to go any further than that at this particular moment, but I will say to you they're a top two team in the Eastern Conference, they're a top three team in the NBA, and it is all because Damian Lillard is joining Giannis Antetokounmpo as a Milwaukee Buck. Well, well, they're the number one team in the Eastern Conference and arguably the number one team in the league in my eyes, but we'll get to that later. But here's we'll get to thing. that later. When I saw the when I saw the trade go on, the first thing came to mind for me 
is that iron sharpens iron. And Giannis Antetokounmpo, he moves the needle. And you know, we all know year in and year out what we're going to get from Giannis. It's going to be MVP caliber play. It's going to be all NBA caliber play every single season, a chance to go to the finals, best record in the league, things to that nature. And so what he did was he was eligible for a contract extension, what, a week and a half, two weeks ago? And he hasn't signed it yet. He's been on podcasts talking about, you know, hey, you know, I'm a Milwaukee butt, but, but, see that butt right there? Move the needle. And what Giannis do is, is that he holds everybody around him to a high standard, including the front office of the Milwaukee Bucks. And they have to make sure that they're on their P's and Q's every single season. And so they didn't act at the trade deadline. They act expeditiously. They went out and got Damian Lillard to show Giannis Antetokounmpo, long as you continue to do your part and being great, I'm going to continue to do mine. So we throw the word blockbuster around a little bit too much for my liking. This is a blue ribbon blockbuster trade. And it's not a blue ribbon blockbuster just because Dame Lillard was in this trade. It's also because he was traded for, in my opinion, a future Hall of Famer in Drew Holiday. And so what I think you have to look at here is the Bucks moved out a guy who was a defensive ace, who was a core member of their championship team two years ago. And they brought in one of the greatest offensive players of our time. Now, what they are doing here is they are wagering on offense. Last year, they were the number 15, dead middle of the pack, offensive team in the league. They were a top four, I'm sorry, top, a top 15 offense. They were a top four defensive team. That's why they had the number one overall record, number one overall seed in the whole playoffs. They didn't get it done because they couldn't score against the Heat. Now, part of the reason, guys, was because um, Chris Middleton was injured for most of the year. So, so what percentage did they increase their chance of winning? Was it 10%? Is it 15%? Is it 7%? I don't know. But it wasn't like they weren't a contender before. Stephen A., you say they're a top three team. Perk, you say they're a top three team. I say they already were a top three team. So my question is, did this truly make a difference with Giannis? I know Giannis is smiling and excited. But on Monday, when he talks to the media, he's going to talk about that pen. Because if he's willing to sign that extension that he wasn't willing to when he was talking a couple of weeks ago, then this trade is brilliant. If he isn't, and the Bucks are in the same situation they were a week ago, which is they better win the title or at least get to the finals this year, or they mm-hmm. got big Giannis problems next summer, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And Stephen A., you're upset about Milwaukee. I'm going to tell you why you should be excited right now. You should be excited because the New York Knicks just had a window open. If you tried to trade for Drew Holiday two days ago and you called the Milwaukee Bucks, you would have needed star players and draft picks. Now, Drew Holiday is on sale. The Blazers are going to let him go for draft picks and matching salary. Maybe one okay young player. I'm telling you, if you're a contender, you're trying to get Drew Holiday right now. This could end up being a net positive for a team like Boston or a team like New York or a team like Philadelphia. I know the Heat and the Blazers couldn't get on the same page on Dame. I would try to get on the same page as them if I were the Miami Heat trying to get Drew Holiday. This is a multi-layer situation, and this story's only half been written. Well, a couple of things. Number one, 
I just want to make sure I change my my, my, my my whole persona right now. Right now, at this moment, I love everybody. Right, let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. If we're talking about if we're talking about a Jalen Brunson with a Drew Holiday now, now you, you you got my attention there. You got my attention there with it because you see that would be a highly productive thing, and I'm not accustomed to associating that with the New York Knicks. Somehow, some way, anytime you have an opportunity to get a star. By the way, Drew Holiday. Let's throw this stuff out right there. This dude right here shot 45% on catch-and-shoot threes last season, ranking eighth in the league. Very, very important point to bring that up because we need that in New York City. We need that in New York City. I damn sure can't rely on R.J. Barrett to do it, and I certainly can't rely on Julius Randle to do it come playoff time. So definitely can't. First of all, you can't rely on Julius Randle to shoot anything catch-and-shoot. They got dribbled the ball seven damn times before you shoot it. But that's not the point. The point is, if you're telling me that, great, uh-uh, Wendy, if you're telling me that, I'm touched. My heart is filled. I'm feeling really good right now. The New York Knicks don't blow it. However, let's get back to what you said about Dane. In all seriousness, I'm going to tell you, damn it, I know defense wins championships, but offense wins games. And if I'm looking at Miami and I'm looking at Boston who re-signed Jalen Brown, that still got Jason Tatum, that still that acquired Chris Stapps for Zingas, okay, who can shoot the ball, by the way. I'm telling y'all right now, if I'm Milwaukee, I needed more offense. And more importantly, let's not just look at Dame, Damian Lillard as some 32-point-per-game scorer. I know the brother's lethal offensively. But what makes him most lethal, lethal is he's a closer. He closes. And so now what you had in my, what you have with Milwaukee, especially last year, Green, uh, Wendy and Perk, is this. Giannis is coming downhill. He's going to be in attack mode. If I can find a way to neutralize him, I neutralize them. You can't do that. And because you can't do that now, that is the pivotal piece right there. And I don't, I didn't view Milwaukee. I know they were a top team in the league, Wendy. I get what you're saying in terms of regular season. But postseason, I think to some degree without the help, a healthy Middleton, they were limited. This now eradicates that notion. And that's why I like it. But Perk, I don't have them as number one so easily. I'm not sleeping on Boston. I know you lost smart. Your former team, your champion there. But 7-3 Porzingis with Al Horford and Robert Williams on that front line, with Brogdon and Derek White, with Tatum and, and Brown, I'm not just dismissing Boston. I'm not doing that. I, I, I'm not dismissing them, but would everybody stop with the Kristaps Porzingis stuff? Like, we haven't seen this man play under pressure yet. Like, he was going to drop a 20-piece with the Washington Wizards who had no type of ceiling or no type of goals last season. You could drop a 20-piece or average a dub in this league today. So let's stop with that. I need to see him when it's pressure on him at this moment to win a, a championship but what kind in of pressure, city Perk? like Boston. But what, but what kind of, what what you kind mean of pressure? What you, no, no, what I, mean, what I mean, I'm asking you a question specifically. Seriously, in all honesty, what kind of pressure are we talking about if the team evolves around Tatum and Brown, he's a third wheel at best. So he's not the New York Knicks so now. What? He's not number two in so, Dallas, and he's not number two in Washington. So what? They gave up their heart and soul of their team and Marcus Smart. Damn it, you better bring something. You better bring more. I don't want to hear about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Yes, we know that they're the best duo on that and arguably the best duo on the league and the best players on that league. But they didn't bring Christopher Zinkas in there to be a role player. No, they're saying that they have a big three. But when I look at the Bucks front line and I look at Bobby Portis, who could have won six man of the year, I look at uh, Brooke Lopez, 
who is doing it on both ends of the floor, arguably could have won defensive player of the year. And we already know what Giannis bringing. I take them any day of the week over the Celtics front court. And there's no disrespect to Al Horford or Robert Williams. Now to Wendy point. Wendy, we all watched the NBA finals last year. And the two thing, and the one thing that we was amazed about was the duo of Jamal Murray and Jokic. And not just offensively. What were people talking about about Jamal Murray and Jokic? They were talking about how they raised their level of defense. When you're playing for something, when you have a different type of motivation, all of a sudden you dig deep. So I understand what Drew Holiday brought to the table, but let's be real. Dame hasn't been playing for nothing over the last four or five years. Now all of a sudden you get him next to Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm going to see Damian Lillard fighting to get up over screens. I'm going to see Damian Lillard sinking while big go to help, while he's sinking on the other big legs to box him out and things to that nature. You're going to see him start to do those little intangibles because he knows that this window and this opportunity of him winning the championship is right now. And then again, man, we're talking about Giannis, who is the most dominant player in basketball, who has never played with another bona fide superstar. And now he has one? And you telling me that they haven't elevated? The hell with that? I think they've elevated. Yeah, I just I'm, don't know if they get. I just don't I, know. If, I don't know if I can summarily just dismiss Boston. That's all I'm saying. But go ahead, Wendy. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very excited to watch Giannis and and Dame play together. I'll point out that one of the things that people aren't paying attention to is that Terry Stotts, who was I think Dame's coach his first nine or ten years in the league, is the lead assistant at Milwaukee. He's going to mm-hmm. walk in there and have a coach who knows how to play him, knows where to put him in comfortable Good spots. Point. I think that's going to be a, a huge factor in this. I, opening night for the for the Bucks is against the 76ers. That's appointment television. They're playing the Lakers on ESPN in a preseason game in a couple of weeks. That's appointment television. I can't wait to watch them play. But as I sit here and think about this trade, and I listen to you guys talk about Chris Epps Porzingis, I can't help but daydream about Drew Holiday because Drew Holiday is a championship player and a gold medalist, and a, and, a, and a leader. And when I think about him on the Boston Celtics, because it's possible, guys, the Celtics got five first-round draft picks they can trade in tradable salary. Drew Holiday could be a Celtic by Monday. I don't see, know if it'll happen. You, see, you, you see, can't do that. Much, you can't do that. You can't do that. Hold You can't do that to me, Wendy. You see this, you just gave me? You just made me feel high about the Knicks. You see this, Stephen A.? Number eight, that's how many first-round draft picks the Knicks have, plus tradable salary. Evan Fournier, plus young players. Drew Holiday could be a Nick by the start of training camp in Charleston in a couple of days. I understand but, Clippers. But how much does Kawhi that move Leonard, the needle? Paul George, Drew Holiday on the perimeter? Oh, oh my God. Yes. I mean, yes. I, 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 I do I, not want to diminish Dame Lillard. Damian Lillard? I do not want to diminish. I do not want to like I, I, we're, we're, we're not Perk, diminishing Wendy, Perk, but the fact of the matter is Ray, we're talking about a you've top got a ring. 75 greatest player of all time. That don't put me I above. agree. If and I'm telling you. me for Dwight Howard at the time, I couldn't complain about that. Go ahead, Wendy. Perk, I'm telling you that where Drew Holiday ends up at the end of this could have a bigger impact on the balance of power in the NBA than the Dame Lillard trade. 
And that's not about Dame. It's not a commentary on who's the better player. It's a commentary on the impact that he can make to a contender. The Bucs couldn't trade Drew Holiday to a contender. That Detroit trade was impossible. Now you have a potential well, difference-making player that the contenders are fighting to get their hands on. We get it. So this is going to be fascinating. I, I want both. I want both Dame Lillard to be awesome with Giannis and Drew Holiday to change the balance of power with some of these teams that are contending. I would tell you this. I would tell you this. You just, you just quelled my enthusiasm about the Knicks because with the options uh, that are available to Drew Holiday, assuming that he is let go, which we all anticipate will happen from Portland, you have a situation where if he's on Boston, that definitely makes them more formidable, not less. Uh, if he goes to the Clippers, okay, you're talking about him with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That can't be summarily dismissed. I mean, when you tell when you bring up options like that, of course you're absolutely right, Wendy. I get where you're coming from because it's not a referendum about him directly against uh, uh, Damian Lillard of uh, uh, Big Perk. I get that part. But what I am saying is this, and I understand where Perk is coming from as well. Damian Lillard is a superstar. Make no mistake about that. And Giannis Antetokounmpo is a superstar and the most dominant player in the game. The combination of Giannis Antetokounmpo having a closer. See, to me, it's not about the points, Wendy. It's about when he delivers them. We got a whole bunch of people that score a bunch of points and buckets in this league. But where are they when, when it's time to close? They don't necessarily show up all the time. That brother does. Damian Lillard. And so because of that, you got to guard Milwaukee entirely different. Your mentality against them has to be entirely different now because Giannis got somebody to either kick it to or just flat out hand the ball to and move the hell out the way. He has that option. So I get where Big Perk is coming from. I'm just saying, if you Boston, with the talent that they have, the size that they have, the depth that they have, okay, especially if they get Drew Holiday. And then you combine that with the fact that you got a cat in Jalen Brown who's got some making up to do for his Game 7 performance in the conference finals, Mm -hmm. not to mention validating the $300-plus million contract he just signed with a Jason Tatum that wants to remind you he's worth $350 since Jalen Brown already got $300. And, by the way, we saw them take Milwaukee out a couple of years ago when Jason Tatum rolled up in Milwaukee in a Game 6 and dropped 46. These are young young brothers Mm -hmm. that have been in big moments. And have shown you their capable producer, maybe not consistently, but they've had their moments where they've shown you what they can do. I don't think you look at Milwaukee and say, okay, Boston, move aside. Milwaukee is number one. Not so fast. Kirk, I want to give you an opportunity to respond, but I also want to know this. Which team is the biggest loser after the Lillard trade? Oh, it's the Miami Heat. It's the Miami Heat. And I feel sorry for their loss. And, even if they do get Drew Holiday, and listen, I love Drew Holiday. I believe he's one of the best, if not arguably the best two-way player in the game on the perimeter. But the Miami Heat dropped the ball. Jimmy Butler let the world know that they, he wanted Damian Lillard. Bam out of the bio let the world know that he wanted Damian Lillard. If you're Pat Riley in that front office, I don't care what you have to give up to get him alongside Jimmy Butler and Bam out of the bio in that, in that heat uniform, you got to make it happen. All of a sudden, now you lose Udonis Haslam, your captain, who's an extension of the coach. You don't have him no more. You lost Gabe Vincent in the offseason to the Los Angeles Lakers. You had to make up some ground. Now, they may land Drew Holiday. I don't know. 
But at the end of the day, when you got an opportunity to go and get a superstar player that averaged 32 last season, 32, you got to go get him. Because we saw last year when they made it to the finals, you got to have these superstar players to take you home in the NBA finals when it comes down to winning championships. Well, what I'm going to say is, number one, before I even, I agree with you, Perk, it was a bad day for the Heat. But the Miami Heat are never desperate. They're never desperate. I see their fans wailing about this missed opportunity like they just weren't in the finals three months ago. So it, it hits the Heat on two fronts. Number one, they don't get Dame. And if you watched them in the finals last year, you could tell they so badly needed another scoring option. And, and, and if they had had more firepower, and granted, they didn't have Tyler Hero, and that's what the Heat would tell you is if they had had Tyler Hero, they would have looked different. But they didn't have the firepower to keep up with the Nuggets. So when you looked at what the Heat needed and you looked at Dame Lillard, he fit like a glove and his ability to play with Bam Adebayo, who he won a gold medal with, with Team USA, and with Jimmy Butler, an incredible two-way player to protect him defensively. It was great. But it also hits them the fact that even if they didn't get Dame, Miami would potentially have been in the game for Giannis in a year. And maybe, maybe Giannis signs an extension in a week. Maybe Giannis signs an extension in the spring. Maybe Giannis signs an extension no next summer. Maybe he comes available. But, but the chances of Giannis being out there on the market reduced. I don't know by how much percent, but it reduced. So it hits Miami on both fronts, not getting Dame and potentially their pursuit of Giannis. So it was a bad day for them. But they are never desperate. They have good young players. They still play in South Beach. They still have one of the best coaches we've ever seen in the NBA. I'm going to bet on the Miami Heat long term. But if they, but they definitely have a setback, and it'll be a double setback if they're not able to somehow get their hands on Drew Holiday as well. Big Perk, before you chime back in here, let me give you my tips. It's off the radar a little bit, just a touch. I'm going to tell you the biggest loser in all of this is the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, let's understand why I'm saying that. Perk and Wendy up on the screen, please, because I want to see them when I'm saying this. Obviously, the Philadelphia 76ers were a distant team in the Damian Lillard sweepstakes, so the chances of getting him were slim to none. We understand that. I'm not implying otherwise. But if Damian Lillard had gone to the Miami Heat, as lethal as Damian Lillard with Jimmy Butler, would have Bam out of bio, would have been, we couldn't summarily dismiss Boston nor Milwaukee, assuming Milwaukee was healthy and remained intact, meaning Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton comes back healthy, et cetera, et cetera. We still would have been looking at them. And Philadelphia, as a result, would have been in the mix as well. But what has happened is, is that James Harden, telling everybody and their grandmama that his former best buddy, Daryl Morey, is a, is a liar, okay? That hasn't helped matters. He wants out of there, Okay. So he wants out of there, and that situation is in flux. What happens in the meantime? Not only does Boston get better because of Porzingis, to some degree anyway, even though I miss Marcus Smart too, but Milwaukee definitely gets better, and now Boston has a chance to get significantly better, okay, if they end up getting Drew Holiday. Where does that leave Philly? You know where that leaves Philly? With Joel Embiid in all likelihood demanding a trade. Because we can't rule that out. I know you can't rule that out, Big Perk. I know you can't rule that out, Wendy, knowing the league the way that y'all do. Joel Embiid may end up asking for a trade sooner 
than later. Mm. And that is disaster. That's why I say Philly. Hold hold up. Hold up. No. One second, Perk. One second. Clearly a lot more meat on the bone. I promise we're going to get back into this in just a minute. Perk, I want you to have an opportunity to respond. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Quick takes, let's get it. Ronald Acuna Jr. became baseball's first ever 40 home run, 70 stolen base player in the Braves' extra inning win over the Cubs. The victory secured home field advantage throughout the NL playoffs for Atlanta. Stephen A., how impressive is the 40-70 feet by Acuna Jr.? It's incredibly impressive. The kid is just an absolute superstar, and, and he's got it all. He's got the skills, he's got the talent, he's got... The pizzazz, I mean, he's got it all. And and, and not only that, he's producing for the best team in baseball right now. Uh, 102 wins, clinched the number one seed in the National League. They've got home field advantage. And this is the one of the things, this is one of the stats that I think that people need to know. The player with the second most stolen bases in a 40 home run season is our very own Alex Rodriguez with 46 in 1998. Uh, and obviously, he was never the base runner that Acuna is. Acuna is uh, just spectacular. He's something special. I love watching him. Really happy for him. 
Yeah. I say, you know who's something special? These two that I have next to me right now. Can we get a shot on camera? Say hello to our friends here. Look What's going who's on, in the house. Kimberly A. Martin, Dan Arlovsky. What's up? Hi, guys. How we doing? We're great. Good job yeah. on Monday Night Football, Dan. Good, good job you, on Monday Night Football. What's up, Black Widow? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> No, everything's all right. Everything's all right. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it's, really a, it's, a com- it's a compliment, dear. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Same. Okay. It's gonna be one of those. Trying to be nice. I mean, you say that, that's the Molly influence right there. Even when it's a compliment, Dan, rolling the eyes with the attitude and stuff. Like that. You get that stuff from Molly. This is what, this is what they do. I don't even know what I do to catch trace. You just exist, Molly. I've just been teeing up topics. You know. How how do you view Black Widow as a compliment? That's all I want to know. That's, um, did you see? Just uh, say excuse me, excuse me, nice. excuse me, excuse me. First of all, since I, I wasn't going to go there, but since you asked that question, did you see the movie? I did. Yeah, just I mean, the Scarlett I mean, she Johansson look, movie? It's two different, it's two different ones. You, know, you got Charlotte, Scarlett Johansson and you got Kimberly Martin, and there's no loss anywhere. That's a, that's a, anywhere. Yeah. It's a good, that's a good answer. Thank you. You will. You win that one. You will, won't uh-huh. win this. Dan, okay. could you refrain from follow-up questions, certain follow-up questions moving forward? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got to protect people on this show. Tough morning. Coming up, the Miami Dolphins are looking like world beaters. 3-0 coming off a performance where they hung 70 on Denver. Meanwhile, don't sleep on division rival Josh Allen and the Bills who are coming off Two blowout wins as well. Miami heads to Buffalo in week four as one of the three remaining undefeated teams. According to Caesars, Miami is now the odds-on favorite to win their division after blowing out Denver last week. Miami's 14 seasons without a division title is their longest streak in franchise history. Dan, which QB has more at stake on Sunday? Is it Allen or Tua? I can't wait for this game, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be so good. It's the best game of the season that we've had so far. Yeah. Um, it's Tua, and it's not even close. Tua gets to go on the road against a defense that's very good. This is the number one offense in football. Last year when Tua was healthy, it was the number one offense in football. This year when Tua was obviously healthy with Mike McDaniels, number one offense in football. We rave about the Chiefs offense, right? Under Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes, they average 27.9 a game. And with Mike McDaniel and Tua, it's 27-2. So if we're going to rave about Patrick and, and the Chiefs the way we do their offense, we got to talk about Miami's offense, rightfully so. This is why it's Tua for me. It's the chance to get into a different group. The group that controls or the, the group that has Patrick Mahomes in it and Josh Allen in it and Joe Burrow in it and probably Jalen Hurts, Tua is not in that group, certainly for a lot of people right now. He's not into that conversation. This gives him the opportunity to get into that conversation, to go on the road against the defense that's the number one zone defense in football right now because they're not going to play a ton of man and go pick them apart. Remember, this very similar Miami Dolphins team went up to Buffalo last year in the playoffs and lost by three without Tua. Tua didn't play in that game. This is now like these. we have these moments with these young quarterbacks. We, we, you, we used to do it with Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Then we did it with Josh Burrow versus, or excuse Joe. me, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And we did it with Joe Burrow versus right. Patrick Mahomes. Those guys are in a different group. This now gives two of the conversation or the opportunity to get into Man. that grouping. You know Dan, what's funny, you're, you're Daniel? You're taking up Kimberly's time. That's why I, I was going to tell you. You're taking too just, long. Yeah. And he's so wrong. That's what's so funny. Because everything you said, Daniel, uh-huh. is the reason why the answer is Josh Allen. Number one, three reasons. Where's this game? 
In Buffalo. In Buffalo. Okay. Number two, you spent a lot of time talking about the Chiefs. Who were we talking about a couple years ago as, like, the next guy behind Patrick Mahomes? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Okay. And number three, who have we spent a ton of time, especially on this show, and I'll get up, talking about the quarterback who is so good yet makes so many mistakes that make you scratch your head? Who is that quarterback? For you guys, it's Josh Allen. For you guys, it's Josh Allen. That's the guy we've been talking about because Josh Allen is so talented and too, too smart to make some of the mistakes that he makes. 100%, the, it's, it's Josh Allen because the Bills have been on the doorstep of becoming a Super Bowl team for years. Is that not true? They still and are. They ha- Again, that's why, Daniel, the pressure is on Josh Allen because you have an AFC East opponent coming into your building, the same building where you say this division goes through Orchard Park. You can't lose to the Dolphins. You got you to gotta defend your home turf. You have to show that Aaron Rodgers, he's out of here. The Patriots... We didn't expect them to we expect them to be better, but they're not gonna win this division. It was supposed to be the Bills division. And the Dolphins said, hold up now. They just put up a 70 spot on the Broncos and they're coming in feeling good. And we've talked a lot about this Dolphins offense and what Mike McDaniel has done. So if you're the Bills, you can't let them beat you on your home turf. Dan Olavsky, let me help mm-hmm. you out here. First of all, Kimberly's right. Uh, let's get that out the way. I'm quite sure that touches her heart. So we want to do that. Okay, so she's right. But let me but, but let me get to a point, Dan, where I think that I'm going to convince you to agree with me, believe it or not. Stay with me on this. The exact reasons that you use to put Tua in that category is exactly why I can put Josh Allen under that line of fire. Because you see, what has happened is this. Yes, you're 8-2 during the regular season, 9-2 including playoffs against the Miami Dolphins, all right? We get all of that. 27 touchdowns, about five interceptions. All right. You've had some success against them. But what has happened over the last few years, I would ask you to take into consideration. Two years ago, three years ago, we were talking about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Then we talked about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Now we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow, to a tongue of a lot. Josh Allen keeps slipping. I'm not talking about his skill set. I'm not talking about his greatness. I'm talking about when the dust settles and the season ends, where are you? See, Tua's going this way. And you have to remember, we look at Tua, what do we bring up? Concussions. Can he stay healthy? When he's been on the field healthy, we see what Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have meant to Tua and how prolific that offense has been. You yourself, Dan, have gone about the business of educating the football world about the greatness because the word greatness, the first words I heard come out of somebody's mouth about Mike McDaniels when it came to greatness came from you. You talked about his greatness as an offensive mind, as an offensive play caller. So he has that available to him, not necessarily Josh Allen. We saw Josh Allen with Brian Dable. Then we saw him with Dorsey. We had question marks. We look at McDermott. We said, what's up? We're not saying anything like that about Mike McDaniels with Tua. All we're concerned about with Tua is, can you stay healthy? Can you avoid getting concussed and knocked out? So Skylar Thompson, at least last year, ain't coming in and trying to win a playoff game, losing 34 to 31. Now you got Mike White, who's with the New York Jets, okay? We're looking at things differently now. With Josh Allen, 
I'm not talking about his skill set. I'm not talking about his greatness. I'm talking about the pantheon of great quarterbacks in terms of what you accomplish. We saw Cincinnati two years ago go to a champ to a Super Bowl. We saw them go to an AFC Championship game last year. We see Mahomes every year. Mahomes every year, and now here comes Tua, and we're fantasizing about the Dolphins and what they're going to be able to do if Tua outshines Josh Allen. We're going to be talking about not one, not two, but three quarterbacks before we get to Josh Allen based on results. Can't ignore that. You guys are out of your minds with this conversation right now. If So, Stephen A., no joking aside, you, right. have, you have the top three picks when it comes to like starting a franchise. You guys are both That's not the me, question. That's, that's not, not fair. No, 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 I'm not telling that's you not that. Fair. The, that's not That's the not question. fair. That's no. not what we're saying. No, you're, because you're talk, my point the, is this. You're talking, you're talking talent. Up. We're talking production. We're talking production here. Because, Dan, Dan, Dan if I'm sitting there, listen, I, it's very possible, Dan, that we can look at Tua and look at Josh Allen and say Josh Allen's better, but the AFC Championship game rolls around and he's home and Tua's the one sitting out there behind center throwing throwing passes. You got to acknowledge that. We're not trying to say that he's better than Josh Allen. We're saying that Josh Allen's got to find a way to get it done. His own receiver had question marks about him. Come on now. Come on now. Guys, this is not – you take it to the extreme of, like, nobody believes in Josh Allen. We That's believe exact. in Josh Allen. I believe. Josh I do. Allen, I I believe that He's Josh Allen can win you a Super Bowl. Yes, However, I believe that as well. The question about what's more, who's this game bigger for? It has to be Josh Allen, because we have consistently talked about Josh Allen for years. But we've never put Tua into this category. Tua has never been into the category, which is of, why it's ta- not that much at stake. Which How is, is why there not, not that, that much at stake? has never had a seat at the table but, in right, people's fine. eyes. But if Josh Allen, if, but if Josh Allen outplays Tua, we're gonna go like this. Yeah, it's Josh Allen. Exactly. If, 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 if Tua goes out there and outshines, we're going to look at Josh Allen. You lose in a divisional playoff game to Kansas City. You lose last year to Cincinnati. Now Tua's coming up the rear, and he's trying to take over the AFC East. Yo, bro, Josh Allen, what's up? We're going to look at that. We're going to at least look at that, Dan. He's That's not the you standard is higher for Buffalo, essentially. So you we had a higher standard. the Dolphins coming off of 70 points. We're talking about a historic uh, a performance. Right. Going to Orchard Park. Yes. And you don't think there's pressure, more pressure on Josh Allen? And Absolutely all, where not. We have, where week one, we were wondering, what is going on with Josh Week two against the Raiders, it was so like, ooh, okay, they finally settled down. All right, that's the that's the and Josh Allen. But there still is pressure on him. Like, the expectation in Buffalo has been for years, we are trying to win a Super Bowl. This is course. a Super Bowl-caliber team. But we have seen four straight years losing to the Texans, losing to the Chiefs, losing to the Chiefs, losing to the Bengals right. in the playoffs. So there is okay. ex- there are heightened expectations that come with every matchup. And you see a team in your own division – that can win a Super Bowl as well. Okay. Let, you got to defend you, your turf. Let That's- me ask you guys this. In your guys' words, both of you said you believe that Josh Allen is a quarterback that you could win the Super Bowl with. And you, I believe you that, yes. believe that and you know that. Yes. Do you believe that about Tua? Yes. With this you, roster, yeah. Okay. So, with but there's, this roster, there's yes. a way more confirmed or convicted response with Josh Allen than there was with you guys and Tua. 
This is totally there's true. more pressure on Tua to get a seat at the table. He goes on the road and Dan, wins this okay, game. Okay, okay, put me on camera, please. Can I explain to you? Can we get the jib shot or whatever? Okay, here. I just want to look at Dan. Here's what's happening right now. So basically, they're saying Josh Allen out of the gate was held to a higher standard, right? He he was top notch pocket of his passer, performances. the whole yes. thing because of his performances. Dable leaves, he falls off a little, falls a little short in the playoffs. First game was a little rough, etc. Meanwhile, Tua, barring the injuries and the concussions and all that, he's looked like a world beater. Yes. So this weekend specifically, it looks like Miami's a men amongst boys. Right. We need to see if Buffalo can still hold up against them. But that's team. Like, that's team. That's the, the Bills versus the Dolphins. When everybody is no, asked. No, 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 no. It's also the Josh Allen piece because people felt like he took a Thank slight you, step yes. back from what his standard was last season. He did. And then the first game was a bit concerning. It was terrible. So no one has questions about Tua right now. But He's over-exceeding expectations. Josh Allen, we're like, are you still that dude? So basically you're arguing two different things right now. I have oh, no thank, question. Thank you, Molly. Thank no, you, Molly. I have no question that Josh Allen, Josh Allen is still that guy. And this goes back to a conversation we had on this show weeks ago when after week one, everyone was talking about like, oh, my God. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me pause you then. If Josh Allen's still that guy, what do you expect him to do Sunday? I expect him to easily like have a Josh Allen vintage game. They got to score 35 points. That's not the question I want for Dan. That's not the question I want for Dan. He's going to outplay Tua? That's not the question I want for Dan. I want a different question Hold on, hold on. One second, Stephen A. He's going to outplay Tua? Because why are you hesitating then? Because they're both awesome players. So that goes back to their point. No, but no, 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 no. Tua has never been in the same grouping that Josh Allen has been in for three or four years. He's never gotten into that. May I ask a question? Now he's trending there, and he's got to go with the pressure on, go outperform him and win to get back. Now people start getting into that conversation. Can I ask a question, please? If Tua goes out there and thoroughly outplays Josh Allen this Sunday, how are you going to look at Josh Allen, Dan? I honestly will not look at Josh Allen any different. I, I will. Wow. I'll, I'll have to see the okay. performance and see what happens. Okay. Is it, does it look like the Jets no, 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 one no, no, when no. he has? I, I, no, no, no. I didn't hold on, hold on. I didn't say go back and look at film. I said I asked you a direct question. If you do, if you deduce and ultimately conclude. That Tua has thoroughly outplayed Josh Allen this Sunday. How are you going to look at Josh Allen? No different. I will look at wow. Tua and say he's he's in the okay. conversation now. He's in the Patrick Mahomes, okay. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts conversation. Maybe you're going to look at Josh having more at stake. I guys, I, I that might I, be where your mind. Maybe will I'm go. in the minority with Josh Allen. I don't know. You're, you you're are. like those coaches that say the next day, I got to look at the film. Okay, let me ask it, you guys it, this. I, I let me, no, let, let me yeah. ask you guys this. If Josh Allen, if Tua outplays Josh Allen, can the Bills no longer win a Super Bowl with Josh Allen? Well, they can still win a Super so Bowl. So then, how with Josh are we looking at him any different? Why, why are you we're, taking we're, both we're, teams can win a Super Bowl? Exactly. Oh, that's, uh, but that's exactly. not, you just asked me and you said, "Well, what are you exactly. going to do if Tua outplays Josh that, Allen?" That They're question really is not players. applicable to the discussion because if Tua gets outplayed by Josh Allen, it doesn't mean that he wouldn't win a Super Bowl or potential or have the potential to win a Super Bowl either. The point is, in terms of what's at stake, the cachet, the stature that you once had if you are Josh Allen would dissipate to some degree. That's not necessarily the case. Okay. With I know, I know, it's killing me too. But we gotta go to. Break. I don't know if two has a to benchmark to win in his career. That that that's. I don't know. I gotta. I need you to say that. Was pretty good. Coming up. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. 
earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action live and in person with vivid seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. You know what I need in my life right now? An Orlock All from my wife. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. Yeah, I do need to talk to her. Dan, what's the key for the matchup between the Jets and Chiefs on Sunday? Yeah, the biggest thing, the Jets, take the handcuffs off Zach Wilson. Stop babying him in many ways. He's an athlete. Let's allow the athleticism to be a biggest part of this game. Move him outside of the pocket and make this a little bit simpler for him. And don't coach him to just make the good decision. Don't coach him to value a protective football and, and be scared to make mistakes. So offensively, that. Defensively, make someone else on this offense, easier said than done, beat you specifically down in the red zone. You should not have eyes on Patrick Mahomes only. There has to be eyes on Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. And you better not give any green grass around because he makes up his own routes. And so if they want a chance to pull off what feels like would be the biggest upset in a long time and maybe we can see more celebrations from Taylor Swift, get Zach Wilson on the edge on the move with his athleticism and try to minimize how much Travis Kelsey hurts you down in the red zone. You in on Tay and Trey? Um, is, are they actually dating or is it the whole conspiracy theory thing that it's not a real thing or whatnot? I don't know. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.